All right, guys, time to run it back. We have another five-game slate to talk about here for the NBA Summer League. Uh, but before we get into the breakdown, let's go over my lineup here from tonight. So <clears throat> once again, another great night has been a phenomenal start. Cashed in, in back-to-back nights here in all GBPs. Uh, and then I've hit everything in prize picks as well. If you watch my prize picks video, we hit the um, two-play, two-pick uh, play as well. So, um, yeah, it's been a very profitable summer league and hoping to keep that going. But let's go over my lineup really quick. Um, and the answer is yes, I am still uh, on tilt mode watching Kaminga. I mean, that had to be Kaminga's worst game ever. I think that's the worst game I've ever seen him play. Um, I think he shot like one of 10. He turned the ball over like eight times. Um, just couldn't do anything. It was super frustrating, but it's also a thing where like, I don't regret the play at all. Like, um, Kaminga stood out. It was him and, and Cam Thomas were the two guys at the very top that stood out. It was like great spin ups. Um, Cam Thomas started pretty slow and then went for like 20 real life points in the fourth quarter. Tilted to me too because I faded him at high ownership. And I was like, oh, looking like I'm making it away with it. Just shoots like 20 times in the fourth quarter and goes like 20. Like, ugh. So, yeah, the Kaminga game. Again, I'll play him again in the spot. So, like, just probably his worst game ever as NBA player. But going over the rest of my lineup. So, um, I went with Connor Gillespie, who was very, very low owned at 9%. Um, he had a really good game, uh, only 4.5K rookie guard there from Villanova. Quentin Grimes uh, had a massive game. He was also huge chalk, like 90 plus percent in the higher stake stuff. Made sense, right? The Knicks, once again, ran a pretty tight rotation. Um, Isaiah Jackson only played like, I feel like it was like 16 minutes, but he smashed, like he was absolutely crushing. Just the game blew out. He didn't have to play a ton. Mamukla um, Shvedli and um, Dayron Sharp are both good for the price points as well. Mamukla Shvedli also started very slow. I think he started like 0 of 6. Up at Salvage his day, and then Sharp was solid as well. Missed the double-double there by a couple points. Um, Ish Wainwright, another guy that started slow. Uh, had a nice solid second half. Game did blow out. Got pulled uh, there at the end. I went to him at lower ownership um, over Cam Thomas. Um, again, he was also a little bit cheaper, but Cam Thomas definitely outperformed him. Kamingo, like I said, was massive chalk, but just like, ugh. and then Jericho Sims. So Sims was pretty key. Um, you know, I, I was hammering that home on Patreon of the Knicks, right? The, the three main Knicks guys and Grimes, McBride, Sims. Really liked them because uh, we, you know, didn't know for sure, but we had a good, uh, you know, indication that they were going to play pretty big minutes because of, of last year. So, um, yeah, overall, it was a great night. I think, you know, an average game from Kaminga there, and I'm probably right at the top. Uh, first place was 271, other 252. Um, also missed another couple hundred dollars by like one point, but no complaints here, guys. Hoping to keep it going. And yeah, it wasn't just me. Uh, a lot of big nights here, um, overall. So, uh, just shouting out a, a few of you guys in the Discord. Um, let's see, forty seven dollars into fifteen hundred. I would say that's a pretty decent ROI. Um, we had uh, take, take take down the late slate and I think the showdown slate as well. Um, congrats, man! Another very very sharp player in our Discord. Um, John, huge night. Um, what is that? Like over three thousand um, dollars. Again, can't beat it. Coach Mike. Love Avenue, the Discord as well. I think I was like a 
NX day. Uh, my eyes aren't what they used to be. But um, yeah, like I said, really, really solid uh, day overall outside of Kaminga. If Kaminga just had a, a decent game, um, I feel like everyone would have been right at the top. But uh, the Kaminga, you know, bust game was definitely a little bit, uh, a little bit tilting. But all right, so let's talk about this five-game slate. Again, guys, if you do enjoy, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that good stuff. Again, if you're interested in the Patreon, you can check it out. Link down below. Um, I am basically on my phone all day long, just posting any updates I can, you know, answer questions in the Discord. So um, if, you want, if you're interested, check it out down below. Also, um, make sure to watch the prize picks video of that up as well. But all right, Detroit-Washington first game here. So on the Detroit side, uh, Cade Cunningham, Sadiq Bay, uh, not going to be playing this one. Not sure about Isaiah Stewart. He played in the first game. He had a really solid game. Not sure if he's going to play in this game. Now, Ivy uh, played very, very well in his first game. He also played a little bit more, though. Killen Hayes got poked in his eye and sat for the last, like, four or five minutes. So, Ivy, I think, played a couple extra minutes there. But uh, no issue. You want to spend up for him. He has that shooting guard eligibility. Uh, Jalen Duran was, like, played very good, but, like, barely played. So... Maybe if we get confirmation that Stewart's out and Duran is um, starting at the five, I guess it starts Stewart at the four, Duran at the five. But if there's no Stewart, uh, maybe I feel a little more confident in Duran's minutes. So right now, more of that contrarian play. If I knew, for example, he was going to play like 25 minutes, I'd be really like him. Killing Hayes, 9-2, again, got poked in the eye. He had an okay game, um, but I think he's viable. Again, Stewart, if he plays, no issue going there. Braxton Key also played like 30 minutes off the bench. They have him listed as a point guard, shooting guard. He's like a four, so not, that's definitely not the correct position for him. I think he's a fair play. Saban Lee was someone that won me a lot of money uh, opening night. Um, a guy that just going to be productive is in the court, right? I think he finished second in the G League MVP voting. Um, just super productive, um, you know, when given minutes. He played like 25 minutes last game, so... Saban Lee, uh, I think, makes a pretty good value play off the bench. Livers, I'm fine with. He's going to play big minutes. I think he played cracked 30-plus uh, minutes. Not a super productive guy. More of a guy that's going to stand in the corner. But if he knocks down a few threes um, you know, at a cheap price point, he doesn't really need a ton to pay off the salary. But one thing I will mention, too, is also the Pistons ran a pretty tight rotation last game. All right, on the Wizards side, we have rookie uh, Johnny Davis, the top 9K. You know, playable. Um, I still think, though, DraftKings has priced up uh, a lot of the rookies, and the second-year guys are a little bit cheaper. So um, not saying you can't play Johnny Davis, but definitely a little bit pricey. Um, other options on Washington, there's not a ton that I love. I think Vernon Carey, assuming he starts, will probably be, probably be the other guy I'd look to. Only 4.8K, decent point-per-minute guy. But, um, yeah, not a ton that stands out for me on Washington. Atlanta and Utah, so... You have A.J. Griffin here at the top, 8-6. Again, fine. Like I said, the the, the rookies uh, were priced up. Tyrese Martin, 7-2, okay as well. But um, there's a couple of guys that intrigue me here kind of in the mid-range. Sharif Cooper, second-year player, um, a guy that will do a lot of the ball handling. Pretty sure he's going to be starting at the point guard position. Um, and like I said, he doesn't have to score to get there. If you look at last summer league, 6-9, 12 assists. So um, definitely intrigued by Sharif Cooper there, 6-5. Um, I think Chris, uh, Clemens is also another name I'll mention. So he's a guy that will chuck the ball. It was, I think it was last preseason for the Rockets. He had like a nasty injury. Um, but he's a guy that uh, can put a lot of fantasy points up in a short amount of time. I just don't know if he'll start alongside Sharif Cooper. Like I'm pretty sure they're going to start Sharif Cooper. So it uh, makes Clemens obviously a little bit riskier there. 
Um, let's go out of Utah. So Utah have kind of mixed and matched lineups in the they they played the kind of those uh, the pre summer league games. Um, so you know rotation wise is a little bit tricky. You have uh, Cockburn at the top seven five, not a ton of interest in him, even though he's you know Benny Salad point per minute guy. I think there's probably other options to look to. Taco Fall, there's no reason to go there. He's uh, you know, played very limited minutes so far. Um, but there are a couple guys that are viable here. I think, uh, Jared Butler, 5.5 K he had a really big game. I think of the most, uh, the last game, um, a guy that, you know, was out of the end of the bench for Utah, uh, in the regular season. And, um, he's definitely going to be one of their, one of their go-to guys. So, uh, intrigued by him, Bruno Capocolo. I'm sure some of you guys will recognize this name. Um, he's bounced around the NBA now for a few, um, few years, uh, he got a DNP game one. He didn't, I think he had a really good game, game two, and then maybe didn't play a ton game three. But like, if he starts, I like him a lot. It's just a matter of, you know, what is this jazz rotation going to be, right? Because like I said, they've tried a few different rotations here uh, in those pre-summer league games. Um, and then also Palmer, James Palmer has had a couple really big games as well. So definitely, uh, you know, I think it's just, monitoring the starting lineup for Utah. And if a lot of these, you know, cheaper guys end up starting, I'm going to have some interest there. All right, Oklahoma City and Houston. So on the Thunder side, Holmgren, Giddy at the top. I think both look like pretty good plays. Expect mid to high 20s minutes or both. Both can stuff the stat sheet. Giddy's a guy that, you know, I think he had a triple-double one game already. Holmgren had that really, really big game. Um... Oh, I was just reading the news. They have Melissa's out. Like, don't don't put too much emphasis in what DraftKings has. He missed the he rested one game, but Holmgren had that huge game. Uh, his first game where he hit like four blocks and a steal. But uh, definitely intrigued by Gideon Holmgren just because both should be very very productive. This is probably one of the better summer league rosters. Trey Mann's on this team. He played the last game. He had a solid game. Aaron Wiggins, Pokashevsky. You have the Williams. You have Amorie, who was pretty solid for Dallas summer league last year. So. This team is pretty stacked, but mainly look into the top-end guys. And I think Trey Mann would be the other guy I'll mention. Bogoshevsky's fine, uh, but he's definitely going to take a backseat, assuming all the main guys end up playing. On the Houston side, so uh, Jabari Smith cracked 30 minutes. Uh, had a disappointing first half, was a little bit more aggressive in the second half. I think he's definitely in play. Eason, another guy that had a solid game. Uh, both the rookies, viable. I think I actually would lean Smith, though, over Eason. Um, Christopher, the price didn't really move. So I think once again, he stands as a good play in the mid range. Expect him to chuck the ball when he's out there. You have Deshaun Nix run the point. I think he's fine. Garuba has been confirmed out for the rest of the summer league. So Arik Holman should get some backup five run 4.6 K it's doable, but don't expect a ton of playing time for him. All right. Clippers and Grizzly. So uh, I think there's definitely some underpriced guys here for the Clippers. Uh, Diabate, rookie from Michigan. I'm very familiar with him because really the only college basketball games I watched were Michigan games. So uh, Diabate is a guy that uh, athletic, big, good shot blocker, can stretch the floor. Um, 7.4K. I have no issue if you want to go there. But, you know, guys like Boston, only 6'8". Uh, Preston, Xavier Moon, Jay Scrubs, only 5'4". Yeah, what a name, right? But... Um, he's a guy that had a solid summer league last year. So um, a lot of guys that I'm intrigued by here for the Clippers. Again, Boston, Moon, Preston, Scrub, all in, uh, all in play. Reggie Perry, if he picks up a start, uh, I have no issue going to him. Another good point per minute guy. Brantley played for the Jazz summer league last year. He was solid. So 
Um, I think a lot of guys uh, too cheap here for the Clippers on the Grizzlies side. So um, looking at the top end options, I think Zaire Williams is a guy that looks pretty good. He'll do a lot of the ball handling uh, for the Grizzlies. He had eight assists in the game one in those pre summer league games. So, um, yeah, a guy that'll be a, a big piece of Memphis going forward in the regular season. But for summer league, I think he looks pretty good. And then you got some of the bigs like Santiel Dama, Xavier Tillman, 7'3 and 6'4", respectfully. Both look pretty good there in the mid-range. Um, don't really know if I'm looking to Larvia. Uh, again, probably mispronouncing some names here, but um, I think I'd rather go to those other options we talked about. Uh, Kenny Lofton had the the good game against Chet Holgram, um, but in the games where like a lot of the main guys play, he didn't play a ton. However, could he still get it done in like 15 minutes on the bench? Yeah, sure. So mention him just because another guy that good rebounder, good score around the rim. So uh, let's finish up here at New Orleans and Portland. So. On the New Orleans side, you have the three rookies here at the top. Um, again, I'm not going to say no to any of these guys, but I just think the second-year players look better. Guys like Murphy, Alvarado, Najee Marshall, only 5K, right? Those guys all feel too cheap. So definitely look into those guys. Uh, again, Murphy, Alvarado, and Marshall. And finally, we got Portland. We already saw them play yesterday. So we have a good idea what the rotation is going to be. Shaden Sharp did not return to that shoulder injury. We'll keep an eye on that. If he misses, you know, probably get more usage for the likes of Keon Johnson, who played over 30 minutes last game. Uh, Brandon Williams is solid and, you know, close to 30 minutes. Just a guy that, you know, do the ball handling, can contribute in a lot of different ways. Um, don't really know if I'm looking to pay up for Watford. Greg Brown's fine, but only played 20 minutes last game. I'll mention Garza. He played the backup five. I thought he would start. Um, but still, you know, had a good game in like 16 minutes off the bench. Another really, really good point per minute guy. So, yeah, I'm fine if you still want to play Garza, even if he comes to the bench, just because, like I said, he'll be productive when he's on the court. But, yeah, so that'll wrap up the video. Again, if you are looking for more in-depth content for all these updates, starting lineups, basically any single piece of news that I find, that's over on Patreon. I'll also have a breakdown for the early slate um, as well up there. So, um, thanks again, guys. Appreciate all your support as always, and I will see everyone in the next video.